Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rain 20's podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy, I don't know what day Friday. It's Friday. Friday so. Happy Friday. <laughs> so sorry for the poor audio. Audio? Audio. I've never said that word that way before in my whole never. life. So sorry for the poor audio quality today. Um, I am in Nantucket, and they should really make a more portable microphone situation. They really should. It's it's not always ideal, and, like, it really depends on where you are, all things. I know. Like, obviously, like, it's always best to be in the studio. The mic is so good. But I wish there was, like, a small microphone that I could, like, bring around with me. Yeah. Um, that maybe doesn't have to be as good as, like, a full USB mic or a regular recording microphone. But it could be better than this. And yeah. I feel like the headphones are not it. I agree. I mean, I don't, I feel like it also feels weird when you're wearing like AirPods or something. Cause they're like, I don't know. I just think it feels weird. You don't feel like yourself feels out yeah. of, out of character. It feels out of character, but yeah, they should make like something that's more portable because I know people are gonna be like, Oh, a USB mic. That's still large. Yeah. I don't have that in my suitcase. Yeah. Carry on. Hello. Hello. She's a carry on girly. <laughs> are you a carry on or you're checked? Um, depends on the length of time. I feel like if it's more than, like, a weekend, I'm definitely a checked. Oh, you are? No, yeah. I'm a through and through. Carry on. Wow. It, like, I will go to end length to try to get everything wow. fit in the carry on. Well, yeah, because I feel like there's, there is a lot of room for things going wrong with a, a check. You didn't check even when you went, like, for two weeks? When I was in Europe for two weeks? Nope. Carry on. I've, I'm on the East Coast for two weeks. Carry on. Wow, that's impressive. I'm amazing. I think you might be. That's I know. I'm literally a packing connoisseur. Wow, you've got I don't it. You had as many pairs of shoes as I would like. Like ideally, right? That's where you got to kind of scrimp. But I guess the clothes you figure it out. Yeah, it's worth it to me because I don't want to. One, I don't want my luggage to get lost. Two, I don't want to wait when I get mm. off the plane. I've already, I'm already tired. I'm not waiting at the stupid carousel. I'm out. I'm out of there. 100%. And they're always unclear. Like, where do you even pick up your check bag? Why is it taking so much time? Right. Did Did you lose my shit? Heal my bag. Like, what is going on? Um, I'm, I've always been like an in and out of the airport kind of person, but Nathan's even crazier. Like, he literally sprints through the airport. Oh my God. It's so funny. I'm like, I can't walk that fast. <laughs> we recently got um, air tags for when there's a checked bag just because it's it feels like, I don't know, not safer, but like you know what's going on or where it's going. Because I feel yeah. like we've lost so many things. I mean, it's silly, but like Liz has lost like her Apple Watch at the airport. And then what? once it dies, yeah, like she went through security and I guess it was this whole thing. But um, yeah, our flight was delayed and we were like, we don't want to just sit here. It was like one of the worst airports in 
not worse, but like, I think sometimes some airports, like if you want to make the most of it, they have stores, they've got the things, but we were in like Columbus, Ohio, and there were no stores, like nothing. So we're like, okay, we have to go at least look for something. So we like went back on the other side of security just to like have something to do. And Mm. then um, I think it was left in the bin. Oh no. Yeah. But anyway, with that, you could see like where it was and whatnot so that she could know where it was. And it looks like someone else took it and they were on a flight to somewhere else. (laughs) Someone stole it? Yeah. But like there was no way for her at that point to like really claim it, you know? No. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance. I guess they thought it was theirs, but probably not. Probably not. Yeah. That's terrible. No, you always got to do a check. Like when after you put everything through security, you got to check. Do I got all my Yeah. We have a very strict regimen of how to do it. Yeah, because it stinks. Oh, my God. The other day, though, we were at the airport. And what the fuck was the name of the bug? When I tell you the most disgusting bug landed on my neck from the airport. On your neck? Julia, yes. And I didn't scream. I, I obviously don't, like, I don't scream in a panic, but, like, I was so disgusted. I was like, Chris, you need to look up if, like, I'm going to get a disease from this Wait, bug. what kind of bug? It was a longhorn beetle, I think. No. That's what it was called. Julia, he was the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my whole no. life. No. Wait, why was, was he in the airport? <laughs> Number one, why was he in the airport? Number two, how did he get onto your neck? I have no idea. I don't know the answers to any of that. All of a sudden, I just was, like, putting my hair back into, like, a bun. And I feel it. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then I go, boop. And this disgusting creature falls on the floor. I would die. I wanted to. I would die. It was so traumatic. So traumatic. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I'm doing better. I'm over it. But (laughs) I was like... I was like, is there um is there an app that will identify what bug this is and if it's like poisonous? <laughs> I don't I'm gonna go with that I don't think it's poisonous, but right, it, it is wasn't. disgusting. It is disgusting. But kind of the same way that like they have those um they have those apps that tell you like plants that are like if it's poison ivy or like yeah, if it's an invasive yeah. species, like things like that. I'm like, they should have that for bugs. Maybe they do. But it wasn't deadly. If anyone knows what the bug app is, let us know. Yeah. And if not, we'll develop one. And then did he scramble away or like what? No, he just like stayed on the floor there like a disgusting creature. <laughs> like That's like literally so disgusting. Like he was lazy. I guess he wasn't lazy because he must have like fallen from the sky, right? Like where did he come from? Where did he come from? And why was he inside the airport? don't know and the weirdest thing not that anyone will care about this but i just thought it was so weird we had like a container work-wise like a literal container coming from china and it was turned away from being imported into the united states because of the same bug being found inside of the container and somehow that bug was on my neck disgusting enough about bugs everyone's probably like turn this episode off already (laughs) please stop talking about bugs oh my god disgusting well so sorry for your bug experience it's okay it's okay i'm doing better um anyway let's move on to a little bit of pride and pickle that was my spooky one because it's almost fall it's spooky as hell (laughs) um okay okay my pride my pride this week is that i feel like i'm getting a better a better uh grasp on and this changes in the seasons but like on 
knowing when to let go of something. And I feel like very recently we talked about like the difficulty in letting go. So maybe it feels ironic, but I feel like there are certain like standards that we set for ourselves being the type of people that we are. And I think that we always feel like we need to follow through with something. But recently I've just been really analyzing, like, do I need to push in this area of my life? Like, do I really need this right now? Or am I just doing it because I said I would, but I don't really want it anymore. So I think Mm -hmm. on the sense of like changing your mind of knowing that it's always okay to change your mind. And I feel like we've talked about before too, that like sometimes we, we kind of try to convince ourselves of something because we're afraid, but then there are really other scenarios where we're like, okay, this thing isn't serving me anymore. And like, it's okay to let it go. And I feel like I've been analyzing that in terms of like side hustles and just like work related things. Cause there are certain ways where I'm like, if something that I'm currently doing is checking this box, that's important to me. Do I really need to do extra? Mm. And I think I'm trying to navigate what that looks like. Cause I think I've lately been more inclined to do extra and like, I don't think it's necessary sometimes. Can you give like an example? Yeah. Like I think earlier on in this year, um, Chris and myself have just like unlocked a very cool part of our relationship and of our partnership. And we've like started a lot of things and in terms of like business ideas or just like different developments. And there are some things that we have no control over and we have to wait on another party to do before we can actually make anything of it. Um, And for something like that, I still would want to do that um but then for other things that really start with like totally building from the ground up and again we're like at a place where like we can launch or not launch and like for some reason I feel like I'm just very much we're very busy right now with work and it's satisfying like what we're looking for in a way so for some reason I like it's not like not never but not right now type of thing but for some reason that to an extent feels like oh like you're you're like going easy on life or going easy on yourself but absolutely I'm absolutely like, not like I think that there is like this total like ridiculous pressure to like always be doing more and another yeah. thing and a new thing and like no like you yeah. don't have to do 75 different things like yeah. just find what you like what makes you fulfilled and like do that like yeah you don't have to just because you're doing something is like going well doesn't mean you have to add on another thing that's not going easy or hard in life that's just like we don't need to make ourselves absolutely insane if it's not something that we're actually like really wanting to invest our time in right now yeah exactly and it's interesting how we can feel like fulfilled by different things at different times like I think in some in some ways like our workload is heavy But in other ways, like, I think we've been feeling a lot more of, like, the benefits that it brings us to. And we're like, okay, there was a point where we were thinking, like, oh, we need to add more things because we want this type of lifestyle. And now where it feels like our full-time job is, like, in a sense, like, doing that for us, Mm -hmm. it's like, do we really need more? But both of us are very much, like, I don't know, at the same time, big dreamers. But we're like, we also can't just put our focus into work so I think it's been like a an adjustment period yeah and I'm I'm proud of us for like acknowledging that and not making Mm -hmm. it mean like oh you're failing it's more so like oh something is working just let it work for you yeah there's also like literally not been a generation before ours that has more than one job like people like up until like our generation literally or like maybe right above us like people just had one job 
and yeah. like the job you did your job so that you could like make money to have life and then yeah. you were supposed to like live your life and yeah, like, you're supposed to, like enjoy your life exactly and now everyone yes obviously the economy is much harder and most people do need more than one job to be able to sustain a lifestyle right now but like I think it's just got a bit of like everyone feels like they need to have 75 different endeavors yeah. and it's like no you don't like right. if you want to sure and if that's making you fulfilled or happy sure but also it's like we don't need to fill every minute of every day with something that is like work related yeah and I think also like knowing when to not even pump the brakes because it, it's not like you're even stopping but it's like knowing when to like accept where you are and like that that's a good thing I think it's something that we're gonna navigate going into like this next like couple of years of our life because I think that the past couple of years have all been us like working towards something and we'll always be working towards something but I think at the same time we're gonna find ourselves like balancing being okay with where we are and that it's actually not failing or not doing enough it's like you put you front loaded the work for a reason to be Mm -hmm. able to get to a place where like you could do a little bit more and enjoy life a little bit more. Like that was the whole purpose. So um, yeah, that's my pride. And then my pickle is, you know, those things when you like say something the wrong way, like it just comes out the wrong way. And then you're like, Mm. fuck, that was not it. We were talking to our boss and I was saying, I don't know what made it come up, but I said something like, oh my God. Yeah. Like when I try to like escape from Chris or something and he was like, what do you mean escape? And like what I was trying to say, but I couldn't like paint it correctly is like sometimes I like have Chris like teach me self-defense essentially. Um, (laughs) And I like, I like, I like tell him to not to trap me. I don't know what to say, but I'm like, no, I want to show that I'm strong enough. So just like hold my arms back here and let me try to escape. Like, let me try to escape. And then I realized how fucking weird that sounds out loud. I didn't and- know you guys were doing defense training on the rag. Well, it's just like, I feel like sometimes it starts like out as a joke. Like, I don't know. Sometimes it starts out as a joke. And then I am very proud of my strength. So I'm like, no, self-defense. don't go easy on me. Like, I want to see if I could break loose out of this shit because wow. one day I might be in that situation. No, it's that's a good skill to practice. It is a good skill. But it's the way it came out. Like, I made it sound to, like, the wrong crowd as if Chris, like, traps me in a dungeon and, like, <laughs> I have to, like, find my way out. And the boss was like, wow, now every time you don't pick up the phone when I call you, I'm going to assume that Chris, like, has you in handcuffs. It's, like, locked up in the dungeon. I'm like, oh, God. Like, at least it was someone oh, that can end up taking it as a joke, but no good. Didn't come out right. This is Brenda's admission right now. Please call for help. I know. No, imagine. Chris keeping your oh, chains my God. I know. I, I probably still didn't say it right. I just maybe it's one of those things that like you keep to yourself. Like you just keep. Yeah, like, maybe you can formal. keep your self defense training to. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I just like should never speak about it again. <laughs> me being me feeling ashamed that I told my boss that, and now coming and telling all of our listeners. <laughs> just just spread the word. Yeah. No, I am happy for you that you do some self defense training. I think that's a great skill. Thank you. Thank you. I actually have always kind of wanted to take like a self defense class. Yeah. Right. I do walk around with my pepper spray in my hand at all times. That's very responsible. Yes, yeah, you like I'm really bad about the pepper spray. I used to keep it on a on a hair tie on my but like when I went for like a walk or for a run or something. Yeah. I don't really go on runs anymore. Yeah. No, I like I I always have it because like my I park I park my car in a, like in a garage in my building. Um. 
So I, if I'm coming home late and then you have to like walk through the garage and like you don't know who might be hiding now. Yeah. Or yeah you never know. Outside at night. And that like, is why. Self-defense training. Self-defense. Well, it's like us girlies shouldn't have to feel that way, but we do. We shouldn't. Here we are. Um, my pride is just getting like to spend time with people that I love. Yeah. Which is so nice, and I, I always love when I get to be on the East Coast because I get to see so many people that I love, and it's just always so special and happy to see my grandparents and friends over here. So just, like, very happy about that. On the pickle part of that, though, like, similar – kind of similar to, like, what you were saying, but, um, like, it was your pride, but it's kind of my pickle of that. Like, right now, I'm on strike. There is nothing to do. There is, like, yeah. so little to do. Um, and I'm away and I just feel like, yes, I have like my little coaching business that I do. I have the podcast, like I still have so much stuff, but because I have no acting work right now, which usually fills up so much of my time, I find myself being like, well, I have to do things. Yeah. I I have to fill this space with work. And if I don't, if I'm not filling it with some sort of work, I feel like, I'm like being a loser, mm. but like, I feel like I'm away in Nantucket with like people that I love in a like beautiful house. And like, I should let myself enjoy the downtime a little yeah. bit, of but course. I struggle with that so much. Like there's literally, I'm not work. I'm not doing as much work as I'm usually doing because of something completely out of my control. Yeah. And I just have a hard time like accepting that I have more time on my hands and not and feeling like I must fill it with work where I really can just I couldn't fill at least some of it with just like joy. Yeah, of course. And it it is really crazy like to think about how much we feel this like this need to do something and this need to be productive. And I feel like different people in our generation feel it on different levels. I think for both of us, we feel it like on such a a deep level. level. I literally talk to myself so mean when I'm not doing something quote-unquote productive like yeah well I think because we also feel like we feel this need to like it's not for show but to like make something of ourselves to make a meaningful contribution to follow our dreams to like all these things are so rooted in like the type of people that we are and the types of personalities that we have the type of impact we want to have and when it feels like we're not doing that whether out of our control or not which is not fair to us it feels like I mean, you literally use the word loser, which is, like, such a mean word. So mean. I literally, that's, like, how how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, so wild. And, oh, it's so wild. But I feel like all of the people that we've had, like, we've had so many people on the show who are, like, specific, um, like, human design that we had on not that long ago. And I feel like a lot of the things that we feel in the sense of, like, where we almost feel, like, uh, what's the word? Like, outside of our own identity, like, it all aligns. It all makes sense. Like, the reasons why you feel that way like it's so important to us to make a meaningful contribution but that's yeah. a hard feeling yeah and, I hope and it's like at balance. least for this week while I'm like away like I should let myself just enjoy yeah. it a little more like of course you know I guess it's if I'm home it's different I could you know there's always something to do but yeah. I don't always have to be doing no and do I don't have to speak to myself mean when I'm not no like the word loser is hurtful um do you feel like you have almost like an expiration date of sorts or, or a certain amount of time where you can be present, where you can let yourself enjoy, and then you get, like, 
almost um what's that word not claustrophobic you get almost like antsy like there's like a certain amount of time that whereas you're like oh I can't enjoy life anymore (laughs) I I feel like hmm that's a good question it depends on the circumstance yeah like but overall yes yeah like I feel like I told I do get antsy if I'm like not quote-unquote working yeah no I get that I feel like for a lot of people in conversation for sure I feel like for me anything longer than like a weekend like honestly even on a weekend sometimes I feel weird I think when I go and like see people and um if there's like a a purpose to that like let's say like we're going to see friends we haven't seen in a while or like things like that if it's a mix then it's okay but like if I'm home and if it's just me and Chris and um, if, well, if like, I'm home, know, the expiration is like immediate. It's way less, right? Yeah. Um, but I think on a trip, even like after a couple of days, like you feel like, yes. what the fuck am I doing? Even, even though I'm having good. the best time ever, yeah. I get that that feeling like bubbles up, and like sometimes I'm able to rein it in. Yeah. I'd be like, well, you're here and you wanted this, and like you like you should yeah. enjoy. But that feeling does definitely bubble for me. For yeah, sure. yeah. I wonder what what other people's um dates are on that because that I feel like interesting, like an expiration <laughs> yeah well because the sense of feeling stuck in any capacity is I feel like something that we come across a lot in different ways and different topics and nobody likes feeling stuck no. but it's interesting when we feel almost stuck even though like we made the conscious choice to like choose joy and freedom and like all this stuff during that week like we still that resonates with like, me so deeply right yeah, yeah. I think I think that that's just part of like this thing that we're always coming back to of like finding some sort of equilibrium there. Yeah. I don't know if it'll ever. I actually had that thought to myself the other day. I was like, "What? When will I understand how to like navigate this or balance this or like yeah. feel good about this?" And I don't know. Yeah. I think that it's just always going to be changing. Like, I think yeah. that the same way that we're always evolving, like, the way that we handle things evolves and the level of, like, work that adds up or the level of life that adds up, like, is so different. So I feel like something I've been focusing on that I think has helped me, even though my, like, responsibilities haven't necessarily changed too much, but I feel like I'm changing the way that I respond to like what those responsibilities are. Like, I'm like, okay, if I don't have that much control over like what my day looks like, like what things can I control or what things can set me up so that I can better handle them. And for some people it's exercise. For some people it's changing up their exercise. For some people it's getting sunshine the first hour of the day, like whatever it might be. I think I've been asking myself more, like what can I do to set myself up better for being able to I don't even know if it's balanced, but like for being able to to handle like whatever is going to come my way, because I think we have to have that expectation that like it is always going to freaking change. So we probably will never be perfectly equipped. But yeah, I don't think I don't think I ever will be. And it's like, yeah, exactly what you're saying of, okay, so what do you put into place? Like knowing that so that you're able to not have like the extremes so much yeah well I think also because so much of like even the like tangible examples from like your industry specifically over the past couple of years like no one in a million years would have predicted we would have a global pandemic which would stop like (laughs) being able to go in person and like then people had to adapt and send online tapes and online tapes I don't know how to call audition tapes 
and stuff like that. And then now like our world has evolved in that way. And then you would have never predicted like, yes, even if things were not like right and well, you wouldn't have predicted like the timing of going on strike. Like those are two very extreme things. It's so crazy. Like it's, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Like it's seriously, like it sounds like an apocalyptic like movie plot. It is. But then like you have this pressure on yourself of like, I'm supposed to know how to balance that. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but I will say, like, think, speaking of just things that, like, make things easier, we've been walking every morning. Like, we've been going on a morning walk every, yeah. like, day, and it's been so wholesome and cute. We're, like, yeah. time for our walk, and it just feels so good to do that, like, first thing in the morning, get the sunshine, get moving. We go and we get our little coffee. Like, I think the little things like that, and I know you and Chris have been doing some, like, new yeah. routine stuff. Um, what have you guys been doing? Yeah, I've definitely been in like a more intense exercise season, but we've been switching things up because Chris really wanted to um, exercise in general just because he was doing like some workouts not consistently here at home. And it's just not the same with Ellie because she like wants to play with the weights that you have and all this. Yeah. Um, but we, I've been personally going back to some HIIT training like for my like first hour, which is really nice because it's very important to me to have like a little bit of time. Not, I don't even want to say to myself, but like where I'm the one pushing me kind of versus mm-hmm. somebody else challenging me. So that's been really nice. So it's been forcing me because we all need accountability in some ways before I was working with my incredible, incredible trainer. And now I'm like, okay, for me to actually be up at 4.50, I have to have a class or I won't wake up. Like oh, I just want so fucking early it is that when you're waking up nowadays it's just been this week so I can't say it's been like that long but I feel it like you know this summer I will say that like I felt a shift where I'm like I kind of just want to like enjoy things I want to be with my trainer a couple times a week like all this stuff and then I felt like both of us felt this shift where we're like I feel like I I want to like level this up for a season Mm -hmm. sure and that's kind of what that looked like and with work and whatnot for us there's a certain time of the day where things like pick up and we're like, we need to make time for ourselves and for each other before that begins. And we're kind of just playing by ear how that goes. So um, I've been coming home and I'm like, I'm not going to go inside because Ellie's going to get excited and want me to come inside. So I'm just going to like be outside until Chris is ready to go. And honestly, it's more about her and when she's done eating and when she's done like going to the bathroom and stuff like that so whenever they're done with their morning routine then we've been going to a gym that's so much closer to me um which is nice doing some strength training and like not thinking about anything that's productive besides our workout and it's been really fun it's been really really fun it's funny that you said that because like I feel like me and Nathan are kind of itching to get into like a season like that too of just like a little more discipline in terms of like our workouts and our eating just because we've traveled so much this summer yeah which has been fucking amazing I mean like it's been an unbelievable summer in terms of like personal stuff like not not for work but like in terms of um travel and experiences like it's been the most amazing amazing summer we've traveled so so much we counted the other day we've we've taken like 17 flights or something this summer That's wild oh your miles must be so amazing oh yeah they're great um which is so funny but 
we just this like past week because we've been traveling so much we've been eating out a lot and like not really in a consistent workout routine because it's just difficult um and we were so happy to do it but now that it's like kind of that that will the travel will be slowed down for a little while like we're both kind of itching to just develop more of a leveled up routine yeah um and so that's like once we get home that's gonna be kind of our our thing that we do I together love that. Which, will be, I'm, which I'm like so excited for like I'm yes. so excited to like enjoy like while we're here and like eat all the fun things and go out and like blah blah, blah. but I'm like really looking forward to yeah. the two of us doing that together for a little while I just yeah. think it's gonna it'll be a nice change I think it's gonna feel really good um and we're gonna use the that first form app, which I love. And we're yes. like doing workouts after that and track our food. And like, it kind of makes it fun. I feel like it we must make it fun. Makes it like a game. It literally does. No, seriously. And, and that's what we've been using also. And I think it's really helpful, especially if you don't, which like, you don't need to know, like, you, no matter how much experience you have with exercise and even for people who have been exercising for years, like you don't always have the mental capacity. I like, I know I fucking don't to just like make up a workout or have one that hits all of the right muscles. And, um to know how to do it correctly so the first warm-up is so great for being able to actually like follow a program that is aligned for you and that's whether you're working out in a gym or whether you're working out at home what I love that the app has even if I'm not working out from home is for people that do want to they have at home workout sections and plans so that like I don't know if you can't make it to the gym one day or something you have that or whether that's like your life you know I know for a lot of moms it's tricky for them to initially like get out of the house and whatnot Mm -hmm. in those phases so it's so nice that it has that um and it helps you keep up with that structure makes you feel like you're following a plan so I I literally feel like it makes it a game it's like okay like I have to like check off that I did this and then put in my food and it's like okay how can I like make sure I'm getting enough protein but like do this and just I feel like it's fun so I'm really looking forward to just I think it's like a change you know like we've been doing this for like three months and now it'll be exciting to like have a little change and then I'm sure like holiday time will come and we'll be like all right on to another change exactly but I think that that's what's so beautiful about that mindset even the way that you just shared it like there's that excitement Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times certain things like that like even now like I'm I'm waking up I would say almost an hour and a half earlier than I was for the whole summer and that's not easy but at the same time there's this sense of like I feel really good when I do this or I feel really like sharp when I do this I feel really clear versus I don't know about you but a lot of like momentum like this for me in the past would start from like I feel fat and ugly and like terrible and like all this stuff whereas I think it's really cool to approach it with I want to do this because I know it's going to make me feel really good and really proud I think that's a big shift yeah that's the exact right yeah and I think that after like eating out for weeks and like all that stuff even how I felt after the summer like it's okay and normal if you do feel for anyone listening like if you do feel like heavy or and and I don't even mean heavy as in terms of like overweight I mean like that heaviness of energetic heaviness yeah yes when you feel like like um you know I've eaten a lot of meals out and it's just different from when you cook at home and all that stuff but I'm excited for everyone that's like on this journey with us it's cool to to see that yeah also like I do think age plays a factor into it like as you get older your body's just able to handle different things like I for Nathan like he used to have like pretty bad eating habits just because he's like picky um but now he's like I can't eat that way like I feel physically sick if I like eat 
a half bag of chips at lunch. So I'm like, so it's like, it's also just understanding that your body's changing too. And maybe things that you could used to eat or do or get away with, like you just can't anymore. And it's, it's about feeling good, like and feeling comfortable in your skin and whatever that means for you. And it's different for everybody. So that's part of what feels exciting to me is like, I just want to like feel good on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, from the inside out, 100%. Wow, picky eater Nathan. Maybe we're a brother from another mother. You are. He's gotten so much better. Like, so, so much better. And he, it's funny, because he, like, genuinely loves food. Like, he's like me. He loves to go out to eat. He loves food. But what what he chooses is specific. Yeah. He's always willing to try, which I really appreciate definitely yeah and and I, maybe that is something that gets better with age because even with myself I'm like I eat so much more fish than I would but I think it's yeah. like we're so much more conscious now of like how what we're putting into our bodies make us feel yeah. and I think just I think it also comes with valuing yourself more because I think that now like so much more and I'm sure it's like this for you and for Nathan of like I value myself enough to treat myself well <laughs> and yeah it's so nice to be on the same page with your partner as that because obviously a lot of our habits are influenced by the people that we live with, by who surrounds us. And it's nice to feel like, oh, we're like on the same page with this because you won't always be like for anyone who's like, my husband feeds me, um, I don't know, chocolate chips every night. Um, (laughs) Like you're not always going to be, but it is nice when you're kind of in that similar sweet spot. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's always easier to do something if you have someone to like keep you accountable always for anything. So yeah. Agreed. And, but for people that don't, I do think the first form app is a great, I'm not just saying this cause like, you know, we work with them. Like I think the first form app yeah. is a great accountability thing. Like if you don't have someone to do it with, I mean, even if you do, it's awesome, but it really can help keep you accountable in terms of like eating well for your body and getting in your workouts and so I highly suggest it for anybody that's like looking for a little more of a leveled up season um in terms of fitness and and health um I think you know between like summer and the holidays is like such a great time to do it it really is yeah and I agree you guys should definitely check it out and what's cool too is if you guys want to download the first form app you can either I mean you can add us as an advisor if you want um you could just look us up by roaring 20s podcast on the app and you can find us there you can find our link we usually put it in our stories um or on our personal stories also but you can actually also get an advisor from first form which for 12.99 a month honestly is like almost insane like it's like like a joke but in the best way like it's so wonderful that they have that level of like accessibility um through the app because it's really people that are very much like certified and can help you and can coach you and it's not like a shame game whatsoever it's not like oh you didn't hit your protein today you're a piece of shit it's just like hey how can we incorporate (laughs) yeah that's actually what they're gonna say yeah imagine um but it is hard (laughs) like like it is hard and it's interesting to see the difference because I was not consistently hitting my protein for like a couple of weeks because you know you go out to eat it's very easy to get like carb heavy things but like since I've been consistently hitting my protein goal like you can really see like the way it impacts, like the way you carry like muscle and stuff like that and like hold your muscle instead of like losing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's something yeah. I literally like never knew about or never thought about yeah. until, and I know people always say, oh, protein, 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 but I was like, I'm not trying to like bulk up. Like, I don't know what that right. means, but like really like it just, it, it's so important for also like, not just like the way 
not putting on muscle for the way you look, but like your literal like muscle health, which is so important to your longevity. And just like learning about that has been so interesting to me. And now I'm like protein, protein, protein. Literally. And it also just like helps you feel like fuller longer. I feel like nobody likes that feeling. Like there's nothing wrong with you if you feel hungry sometimes, but like, and listen to that. But that feeling of like feeling like very hungry, like protein helps so much with offsetting that. Um, and that's why I'm obsessed with my protein ice cream because it's like such a nice way to like at the end of the night have something that like is filling and is sweet um, and is also – must get Nathan a Ninja Cream. I think he would legitimately love no, it. He like, would, ice cream is his favorite thing in the world. Julia, he would love it. And he would love it. I think I'm going to get it for him. Yeah. I'm excited because I'm actually getting um, – I'm getting the pumpkin protein powder this week. Um, <gasps> pumpkin ice cream. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, so, like, I want you to freaking compare the – because I think you're going to be shocked. Comparing the protein to your favorite Trader Joe's ice cream that you put chocolate chips in, just freaking make the swap. I oh, guarantee you won't. But I need a creamy. You need a creamy. Oh, my God. Literally. Oh, damn it. Okay, anyway. Um, sorry that this turned into a health episode. Um, but – Thank you guys for joining us. Sorry for the bad audio quality, but we still wanted to show up for you guys this week. And, you know, just life is crazy sometimes. Sometimes you don't have a microphone. Life is crazy, but we adapt. We love you guys so much. Love you so much. So excited for 300th episode coming up soon. Yes. We love you guys so much. We'll catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.